As I meticulously arranged my mise en place, I found myself innately drawn to my past. I was now knee-deep in Seoul's culinary scene, but my mind effortlessly retraced its path back to an earlier dew-sprinkled morning in Busan on June 12, 2018. My hands were packing, but my mind was jam-packed with an array of emotions. Soon, I'd trade the splintering wooden floors of the family bakery for Paris's cobblestone streets, where I'd swivel around the whirlpool of gastronomic experiences waiting in the wings. My mind swirled like the clock's hands, slicing through moments like a sharp knife through dough, tracing the contours of my journey. I remember my family sending me off at Busan's Gimhae International Airport, with eyes gleaming brighter than the overhead fluorescent tubes, my bag brimming with dreams, and my heart echoing the thumping cadence of the thrumming engines. I felt like a small boat ascending up the stormy waves of uncertainty, poised on the precipice of a journey that was a meandering breadcrumb trail of lessons waiting to be learned, kitchens waiting to be conquered. In that flurry of packing and repacking, moments emerged from the tapestry of the past like flash-frozen frames. One particular evening, football with Minjun at the sun-licked beaches of Busan rose in my mind, our laughter and chatter sinking into the sandy canvas, leaving behind footprints of fond memories. And then I was back in the comforting embrace of my family's bakery, where dawn was always greeted with the yeasty perfume of baking bread heralding the new day. Ah, the symphony of sounds, the rhythmic whirring of the mixer, the gentle rustling of flour-filled bags, the sharp scrape of the dough cutter gracing the wooden work surface. They embraced me like a familiar old tune. I remembered the scent of my mother's hand-baked bread, a flavor so comforting it could swaddle you in warmth and love. In the midst of the chaos, it acted as a guiding light, anchoring me, reminding me of where I came from, making me realize the depth and complexity of the chapter I was getting ready to write. Between packing books and Buddha statuettes for the journey that lay ahead, I was delicately packing away these memories too, preserving them to serve as sustenance for the soul when homesickness would hit. Those moments of reflection, of flipping through the pages of my past are etched deeply in my heart. I realize now that the whole process was like kneading dough for bread, where the repeated action of pressing and folding wasn't just transforming the dough, but building the characteristics that define the finished loaf. Similarly, this chapter of my journey wasn't merely about the physical relocation. It was the laborious kneading, folding, and reworking of my dreams, goals, and fears making the resilient dough of my ambition ready to rise in the ovens of the unknown. As I was embarking on that journey, I was accompanied by not only my luggage, but also a montage of poignant memories playing in my mind. The small boy who used to run around the dusty streets of Busan chasing a football, now was about to take on the colossal world of gastronomy in a whole new city. Busan's enchanting sunsets became threads of reminiscence, stitching the fabric of my existence with every passing moment. One can't help but become a product of the environment they grow up in. And for me, that environment was the cozy corner bakery of my parents, with its veil of warm bread aroma wrapping around us like an enduring hug. A smile ran across my face as I recalled how I trotted behind my mom an eager apprentice, hastily trying to mimic her kitchen moves with an accuracy that would often become the butt of all jokes and kitchen banter. Flashes of kneading dough with her, Feeling the bewitching transformation that my hands facilitated, flooded back to me. The art of baking bread was mundane to many, but to me it was akin to therapy, an unspoken language soothing my mind with each knead and fold. The scent of freshly baked bread resting in our old wooden oven always brought a sense of home, 
a hug of warmth that cast a spell of happiness on my tender heart. Walking down the memory lane, another moment captured my heart. It was a balmy evening with Min Jun, my childhood buddy. With sneakers filled with sand and hearts filled with joy, we used to play football at the beach till the sun went down. The smell of the salty sea air, the foamy waves lapping at our feet, and the bustling beach, all were vivid in my mind. These potent memories surged through my being, reminding me of the roots that grounded me, of the transition I was embarking on, and the uncertainties of the destination. The Busan boy was about to dive headfirst into the uncharted waters of Paris, each ripple reflecting an opportunity for growth, each wave a call to rise again. I realized that the looming cityscape of Paris was not just beckoning me towards a thrilling adventure ahead, but was also subtly saluting the survival of the boy who grew up amidst the intoxicating aroma of baking bread and the joyful echoes of football at the heart of Busan. Being on the receiving end of piercing criticism was an experience I had yet to encounter until working here in Seoul. One could argue that I had grown comfortable or that I had become complacent due to my prior experiences and accomplishments. But here I was in the capital of my own country, unable to please a food critic with a gargantuan influence in the culinary world. I vividly remember that day. It was March 22, 2022. The critic, acclaimed in the Italian food community for his discerning palate, was scheduled to visit our restaurant and review my cooking. I remember how I meticulously selected and handled each ingredient, aware of the potential repercussions this review could have, not only for the restaurant, but also for my personal journey as a chef. I chose my strongest cards, pizza and spaghetti, dishes that had earned me praises in the past and had a bit of my soul. There I was, putting in my best effort, spending hours blending and tasting the sauce and baking a sourdough base that, until then, had never failed to surprise anyone with its distinct flavor. Despite being anxious, I confidently placed that plate in front of the critic, braced myself for his reaction, and watched as he took his first bite. The critic, impassive, just jotted down his thoughts and left without a word. It was his silence that was more tormenting than any harsh words, the silence leading to an evening and night of pondering, anticipating, worrying. It was only the next day as I held that critical piece of paper in my hand, barely able to muster the courage to gloss over its contents, did I realize the enormity of what it held. The critique was harsh and painful. My strengths as a chef... My prized pizza and spaghetti were reportedly average and lacked the character and feel of authentic Italian cuisine. His critique felt as if a perfect souffle had collapsed, a upshot of cold gust breaching the harmony of a warm kitchen. The initial shock soon turned into reflection. What was I doing wrong? Where had I strayed from the taste of real Italian cuisine? Was my Korean bias affecting my Italian dishes? Questions clouded my mind. But instead of discouraging me, the criticism built in me a strange resolve. A resolve to dig deeper, to research, and to refine. The critique, although harsh, was an eye-opener. A reality check that no Italian grandma or culinary school could have ever given me. As the biting words on the review sank in, my chest tightened with a mix of self-doubt and disappointment. Was the journey I had trod on all these years, the skills I had tirelessly honed, not enough to please the palate of an epicure? Was I, Hyun Song, an aspirant striving to connect people's hearts through my food, merely an average cook in the grand diaspora of culinary artistry? But in the midst of this spiraling uncertainty, I found an odd sense of calm. Yes, the critique had struck a painful blow, but it had also ignited in me a desire, 
a hunger that was different from the passion that had originally led me to this profession. For me, my cooking was not just about the harmonious blend of flavors or the perfect textures. It was my melody, a reflection of my journey, filled with the warmth of Busan's beaches, the love for my family's bakery, and the resilient soul had taught me. Every dish I created was a symphony I conducted, each bite intended to narrate a story, the story of my journey, to the person who took it. And here was someone telling me my melody was off-key. Of course it hurt. But amidst that hurt, I realized that this was a chance for me to explore, to learn, and to evolve. The revelation, though sudden, didn't put me off. It was a moment of introspection. I questioned myself, analyzed my dishes. I realized maybe there was an unconscious influence of my Korean palate in my Italian dishes. My journey wasn't just about me anymore. It was about everyone who tasted my food, who experienced the melody I conducted. And to make them all feel the same joy, I needed to understand their perspective too. The critique was not a setback, instead it steered me towards uncharted territories. It filled me with a newfound vigor. My culinary journey had entered a new chapter, a chapter of self-improvement, of amelioration, of stepping up, and truly understanding what it means to be a globally acclaimed chef. I wasn't going to let this stop me. Instead, I was going to use it fuel my determination, to aid in my evolution as a world-renowned chef, a chef who knows the melody of both Busan and Italy, and seamlessly amalgamates them into a divine symphony. With the newfound clarity, I plunged into re-examining my cooking methods and techniques through a different lens. Every morning I would spend hours experimenting, trying thousands of permutations of ingredients, adjusting the flame, tweaking the recipes. The mission was clear. Refine my culinary skills and create dishes that were a perfect blend of Italian cuisine with a stroke of Busan's flavors, symbolizing my journey. In this phase of critical evaluation and revisions, my interaction with food underwent a profound transformation. I became sensitized to flavors and textures I hadn't noticed before, unlocking a whole new realm of culinary experiences. I found something deeply cathartic about reshaping my dishes, retesting the flavors, and then sitting back to contemplate the results. The criticism, as I had hoped, became a compass leading me back to my culinary vision and carving a clearer path towards it. As if reminding me of my days on the football field, relearning my culinary techniques was equally challenging and rewarding. I could almost hear my younger self whispering in my ears, coaxing me to rise after each fall. Every change I made, Every ingredient I introduced, every recipe I revisited, it was like relearning the rules, regaining my footing, and meandering through a whole new playbook. Yet, just like those fierce football matches, the adrenaline rush, the thrill of exploring the unknown, and the joy of emerging victorious over my own self-doubts, made it an exhilarating journey. While there were moments of exultation, there were also periods of frustration and self-doubt. However, the memory of that biting critique reminded me of my purpose, rejuvenating my perseverance and pushing me through the turbulent seas of trials and errors. Like an anchor amidst a storm, the idea of creating a perfect blend of East and West in my culinary creations etched in my mind and kept me going. Every moment, I spent grappling with the perceived rebuke, reshaping it into a source of inspiration, and integrating that inspiration into my culinary language made me grow not just as a chef, but also as a person. The fierce critique, initially a source of pain, gradually morphed into a constant reminder of my commitment towards my aspiration. It was a beacon that lit the path ahead, 
instigating the resilient and determined chef inside me to march forward and not just dream but work relentlessly towards crafting a name for myself in the culinary world. Time passed, and slowly but surely the pieces of my reinvented culinary puzzle began to fall into place. I could sense vibrations of progress in the aroma of freshly baked sourdough, in the gleaming gold of oven-baked spaghetti, and in the comforting warmth of velvety tomato sauce. The rusticity of the ingredients and the purity of flavors evoked immense gratification in me, and the reluctance I had felt in the beginning was now metamorphosing into a ferocious passion. These marvelous revelations were not the only positive outcome. I discovered an unforeseen upshot of the whole ordeal. My relationships with those around me seemed to blossom, mirroring my developing culinary creations. Now, cheerfully divulging my time between the heated rush of the kitchen and the companionship of my co-workers and friends, I started to believe in the mantra, We rise by lifting others. One evening, gathered together with the bouldering community, I noticed the admiring glances as I unveiled a reimagined version of my lasagna. I held my breath as everyone had the first bite. The affirming nod of appreciation and the room filled with approving murmur was a glorious victory. I felt a rush of fulfillment that was beyond description. Knowing that my creation brought pleasure to others was a sensation that transcended mere self-satisfaction. Honestly, at that moment, I realized that my journey as a chef was not just about perfecting my skills or expanding my flavor directory. It was about bringing happiness to people through my food. Every day was another page in my culinary journal and every day I scribed my experiences. The restaurant seemed like a canvas waiting to be splashed with my newfound inspiration. Navigated by a compass of determination and curiosity, my foray into the culinary world was akin to a sailor's quest for unknown territories. There was this surge within me, a need to create something new, something inspiring, something that mirrored my journey, my hardships and my triumphs. It was like an orchestra each dish a musical note contributing to an intricate symphony of flavors. The cacophony of the metro life outside became muted, and a serene harmony resonated within the walls of the restaurant, within me. This voyage into the arena of culinary creation was quickly becoming an enlightening inner journey. Who had thought that an experience that once sent tremors of fear down my spine would cast off its terrifying veil and reveal underneath a bounty of blessings? Each day I was growing closer to that elusive chef inside me, learning the rhythms and evolving into the persona that was always there, beneath layers of fears and doubts. Yes, there was pressure and yes I was venturing into uncharted territories, yet with each passing day I was loving it. It felt like a rebirth, a rejuvenation of spirit. The very craft that was once the muse of the terror had metamorphosed into an echo of possibility, a testament to my dreams. That dreadful day of criticism left a transformative imprint on my psyche, a reminder engraved in my soul that failure, as painful as it might be, was but a stepping stone towards the journey of self-discovery. A realization dawned upon me, a striking revelation that the essence of my existence as a chef did not lie in the accolades I achieved or the rewards I earned. Rather, it was about the joy I brought to people's tables, the warmth I wrapped around their hearts. When I reflect back on that fateful encounter with the food critic, I remember, my legs stumbling a little, my heart crashing heavily against my ribcage. Instead of brushing it off as a dent to my ego or an insult to my craft, I chose to let the criticism seep into the marrow of my spirit, allowing it to heal, to remodel, to emerge stronger. Every jab, every poke offered me a mirror, 
reflecting the shards of my shortcomings, the fragments of my faults. I began walking on the path of introspection, brushing past the bristles of mediocrity, towards the ultimate pursuit of excellence. In the kitchen now, I felt a rhythm in my steps, a cadence in my motions. The crackle of searing meat, the burbling of simmering sauces, the clattering of pots and pans orchestrated into a harmonious symphony. My spatula, my whisks, my cleaver, my tongs felt like extensions of my own being. Each swirl, each toss, each chop, each stir, a graceful ballet dance, a tantalizing interplay of art and science. Gone were the days when I stood in the shadow of my own insecurities. I no longer feared the heat of the stove, the sharpness of the knife, the judgment in the gazes, each culinary journey now unraveling into an adventure of flavor palettes, texture play, and visual serenades. My hands loved the feel of fresh pasta dough. My ears loved the sizzle of garlic hitting hot oil. My nose loved the aroma of my homemade tomato sauce simmering on the stove. And my eyes, they loved the sight of a doting smile gracing the lips of satisfied customers. I remember my hands trembling, my heartbeat resonating a syncopated percussion, my breath hitching as I served my first redesigned lasagna post the criticism. I watched, my nerves stretched taut as bowstrings as everyone savored my creation. Then a sigh. A sign of satisfaction resonated in the room. Smiling faces, nods of appreciation and my world halted to an electrifying jolt of pure bliss. The echoes of my dreams were finally ringing loud and true in the world. That was it. That was the moment that solidified my resolution. That was the moment the critic within me found solace. That was the moment I was reborn, 